Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat. Drinker of blood, keeper of the chronicle, and all around a spooky dude. <laughs> 
the coterie having interviewed Sheila Mann already for an LGS party. Iris formed a theory that Jerome has been hunting people instead of animals. Everett lost his cool and revealed his vampiric nature to Sheila, and Ridley was forced to be the voice of reason and wipe some of Sheila's memories. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Ah, 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 ah. Night falls in Montreal. It's a, it's a beautiful night, um, similar to last night. Um, the city is sort of coming alive. It's a, it's a Saturday night. Uh, Montreal is, is known for its arts and culture. Uh, it's great restaurants. It's great nightlife. Um, people are out. Uh, some are out with friends. Some are out with strangers. But everyone is out to have a memorable night. And for the Montreal Coterie, tonight would be a memorable night indeed. Um, all of you, rouse yourselves from your sleep. Uh, please go ahead and roll me your rouse checks. That's a one. I also fail, so I'm a little hungry now. And uh, Miles, what did you get? I got a four. All right, so one point of hunger to each of you. Mm, smoothie did shit. One doesn't, doesn't mean anything worse for me? Uh, it doesn't in, in the instance of a rouse check, Fantastic. Though. Can I invite Kyle over for brunch? Uh, you can, although I think... Well, no, you do have a herd. That's one of your, your things. So, yeah, if you want to... For like a... She does have three uh, points of hunger right now. Yeah, yep. I, I, need, I need some help. <laughs> okay, so um, Iris, how are you going to play this? Is this just a straight up, hey, buddy, I need this? Is it, I believe last time you kind of like, I don't think you've actually fed from him yet. You just added him to your herd as someone who's who's in, in awe of you. He's in yeah. awe of me and easily accessible. So what, what's your play here? Do I have to keep him in the dark or is he someone who knows... Um, he can know he doesn't currently, but he can be become an accessory if you can win him over. I think he's already. Yeah, by, based me. on her the perk she it's similar to the bear boys oh, she, nice. because she took the herd perk. Technically, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got he's it, got just a, a mortal within your sphere. I guess um, I think maybe the smartest way to play this, Miles, is uh, tell me how you kind of want to go about this, or how Iris would go about this, and then we'll determine kind of what his resistance or acceptance is, and kind of where where he falls on everything. Um. I don't know why, but I feel like I would probably not give away everything, but uh, couch it in like, I've got this weird fetish or this weird like thing that I like to do. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm just having some trouble because it's a weird request and I just trust you. And could you help me out? <laughs> You're such a good guy. You're such a good guy. <laughs> You're such a good guy. And I just need this weird sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm just looking up. It's not like a I'm a vampire, but it's like I'm really obsessed with vampires. Yeah, no, I I think that makes a lot of sense, and I also think given kind of his eclectic interests and his kind of like he's clearly kind of like lives a a cool alt lifestyle, so that that kind of idea I think would appeal to him is like a oh I understand, and people won't understand that necessarily. So like yeah, I get that. Um, So you have odd. Did you end up taking lingering kiss or no? Because it will affect. on my original one, it says I've got awe, awe, and kiss. Okay. But I think we fixed that for the Oxbus. So let, let's assume you don't, because you don't really, given that you have a herd, this is mostly for like trying to convince people to let you feed on them, and you just like did that by magic. <laughs> so Yeah. Uh, cool. So let's go with the, the modern sheet. Great. So um, can you please roll me um, a, let's say, a charisma and... Probably persuasion, maybe subterfuge. Um, you're going to get to feed from them either way. This is mostly just to determine 
how freaked out he is. Yeah, kind of like where he falls on the spectrum. Because I think the the fun thing this is the classic like superhero gambit where it's like, no, no, Clark Kent's my good pal. That's how he's always there to take things. It's like how much is Lois Lane like? Oh, that makes perfect sense. And I'm how not much Batman. Like, I love spelunking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hella skiing, I think, was his excuse Hella in the skiing. first yeah, one. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Two. Two successes? Yeah. Okay, that's great. You're you're good. So, yep, he buys it. He's um, he's like, oh, listen, like, I, I uh, totally cool, no judgment. Um, you know, that must be really hard, though, being a celebrity to, to kind of have have that. So, yeah, like, I, I'm cool. Just, you know, do it safely as, as long as, you know, there's no... I assume you'd tell me if, if there's any dangers to this, right? Yeah, of course. Cool. Okay. Well, then, um, I, I guess uh, let's let's do it. Do do we have like a glass of wine first, or how how, how does could, this happen? Yeah, if you'd like. Um, so he he pours you a glass of wine. He pours himself one. And he holds it holds it up for cheers. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so he takes a sip. Do do take a drink. Of course I do. <laughs> okay, you gotta roll to see if you can stomach it. Um, <laughs> Is it a rouse check? To what I always food? do. It's a uh, it's a rouse check. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna feed anyway. I'm fine. <laughs> Yay! Success? Success. Great. Um, so you're getting better at choking down <laughs> the finer things. Practice makes perfect. Uh, and he's like, oh, oh, I, I'm sorry. Moscato isn't to everyone's taste. I really should ask that before. That's very rude. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It's a sweet gesture. Uh, well, here, here you go. Um, how much do you drink? Um, let's just go down. So I have three. Let's just go down to one. So I'm not like full empty. Okay, I don't great. Wanna, yeah. Not going to... Drain him to death. No. I mean, you could. That's the only way to go to zero hunger. I know. I'm not going <laughs> to. So not homicide. That's so, right. So not homicide. Um, all right. So uh, you you do it, and it, he's definitely kind of like, I, I, okay, okay, ow. Uh, 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 I mean, okay. Um, and um, by the end of it, you can see that um, uh, he is uh, clearly, like, almost finished himself. Um and, like, you're just kind of, like, starting to, like, take your teeth. He's like, no, 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 keep going, keep going. Uh, do you keep going or do you stop? I've gotten enough. You've gotten enough. Uh, he's in the process of pleasuring himself because he thinks this is a sex thing you're doing. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to stop. Uh, and so you stop and he kind of, like, finishes in a vaguely, like, oh, oh, wait, oh, 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 shit. Um... <laughs> Wow. Uh, okay. And he's kind of like faint and like a little woozy. He's like, that was, that was intense. That was really spiritual. Like, I really feel like our souls, uh, intermingled there. Um, and, uh, I I promise I I won't tell, tell anyone about it. Thank you. That was actually, that was really great for me too. Anytime you want to do this, just, you just swing by. Maybe give me a few days. I I think I need (laughs) to eat some steak or something. He says that as he's like Winnie the Pooing it in his chair. (laughs) (laughs) He's jizzed on himself. Yeah. Well, he's just, he's clear. He's like, he's holding (laughs) on to his dick, like under his sweatpants. He's still got a shirt on. He's just got his (laughs) pants are on. (laughs) He was wearing his sweatpants. He was doing it under his sweatpants. Oh, cool. Um, so now he's just standing there holding it being like, okay. Uh, he's like, okay, well this, this part's more awkward than I thought. Uh, so anyway, it was nice having the sex with you. Uh, I guess I'll stop Winnie the Pooh again now. He pulls out his pants. Um, and he's like, uh, this is really going to help me make my art tonight. Thank you. (laughs) And you leave. 
He makes sweatpants art. <laughs> it's Jackson yeah. Pollock. Yeah, it's a, it's a sweatpants sculpture. Yeah. Uh, so, good news, Iris. Now uh, you realize you just have to convince Kyle Minogue every time that it's a sex thing. No. Uh, but now he's like your weird uh, neighborhood fuck buddy. But not really. Um, Gerald is going to be so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald's sitting at his desk watching old episodes of the news. Just being like... <laughs> Yeah, it's just a <laughs> episode four fifty two. <laughs> oh, this is the one where it was gonna rain. <laughs> um, so Iris, you're you're down to one hunger. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, are either of you gonna try and satiate your your hunger before the 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 party? Unless the Bear Boys have brought me somebody who's like actively killing people, not. then no, I'm not just gonna go out and murder somebody. Uh, I'll uh, go pay Martha a visit again. Um, but I'm starting to get kind of worried about her. Um, I crack open the steam trunk and... You see a, a kind of a horrifying uh, sketch of uh, Iris on the roof of the box um, that's clearly been, like, scratched with a fingernail. Is this, uh, this one of yours? <laughs> I mean, Iris belongs to the people, but yeah, that's one I made. Oh, all right. I really think I, I captured her eyes. Who else would have done it? <laughs> yeah. Ridley, just like leaving her a picture at night to feel better. GW no, Malone's like, it was definitely like, a, of course it's yours, but I'm just making conversation I saying, before it, I eat it, you. In the background. It's just a rear green. It's like, it is. It's one of mine. Don't think someone else did it. I love her. And uh, she, she looks at it and she's like, what, what, what do you think, Iris, honey? You, you tell him. <laughs> She's really funny. In the background, out of focus, there's a fully nude Ridley <laughs> stretching as he gets out of his coffin and then like putting his suit on, <laughs> doing, doing his morning calisthenics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cal- yeah. He's like a, a a berry short chubby version of the villain from Die Hard Two. It's <laughs> just doing morning kata yoga kind of stuff. Oh, it's like the, uh, that Maester from uh, Game of Thrones that they always speed up just doing yep. squats and stuff. Yeah. Um. So uh, she's like, so uh, what, what, what can Iris and I do for you today? Uh, just uh, the usual, and I'll just oh, well, lean hang on. in. I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to ask her if that's okay. Iris, honey, is it okay if, if I if I help feed Everett? And then she stares at the, the lid of the box. She's like, "Hmm." I mean, Iris says maybe maybe you shouldn't you shouldn't you know you you've kind of been taking a lot, and I'm not feeling so great. So I mean, I would let you because you, you 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 know you are all very nice to me, and you're taking good care of me. But like, I'm sorry, my wife here is saying I, I can't. Well, Iris. I value your counsel, and I will take that into consideration. And I do just grab Martha, and I'm like, I need this. <laughs> and I get one bite off of her, and then mental note, like, we all need to talk about Martha. <laughs> uh, okay. What is the end game with Martha? <laughs> so you you uh, take your drab. Uh, when you're done, she just goes, I'm, I'm sorry, honey, don't be jealous, and then just, like, rubs her bloody arm on the mouth of the, the sketch. And then she takes the lid of the box and slowly closes it while making direct eye contact with you. Okay, and I, I look over as I pull on tidy whities I'm like, okay, so I think it's time for you and I to talk about how fucked up this fucking basement is. So she's gone nuts. <laughs> yeah, but she's in love with Iris. But Iris says we can't let her out of the box. So I don't think Iris wants her. No, but here's the thing. We sort of have to decide. Are we... G- I don't like having a being who's immortal tied just, up in a basement. You just hear, 
Yes, I do. Okay, let's. You want to have this? We're it's gonna, me. I was done. And I'm just forcing the lid back yeah, down. Yeah, and, and I like the, the lid up. is done. You're hearing it from inside the Great. box. Great. I'm okay. gonna pick up my suit about. We're gonna tighten this to the office. <laughs> <laughs> we go upstairs. I'm like, getting dressed as we're talking in our mutually shared office now. And I'm like, so there's kind of two things we can do. We can kill her, which seems uh, ungenerous at you this stay point. Stay away from my wife. I don't know how she can fucking hear us from the basement or in the office. Oh, I thought you but took her upstairs. No, 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 not his, her. His when you said, let's upstairs. take it upstairs, no, my I was clothes. Like, oh. I was like, leave her there. In my head, I thought you just threw your clothes on the box. You're like, well, up she goes. <laughs> okay, my bad. I mean, that's not totally out of character, but no. Uh, so we can kill her or, and this might be, maybe we make this like a little bit of a good dog, bad dog scenario. We find a bad guy and we throw the bad guy in a box and we let her eat the bad guy. And then we take her over to Oris's and we say, like, surprise, you got a new pet. And then we fucking leave. And then it, Iris was the one who said we couldn't kill her. And that's why she's in the fucking box. So Iris can deal with a mess. I don't like the idea of dumping messes in each other's laps. If we're going to work together, we need to have each other's backs and not... Uh, uh, foist messes onto each other. Okay, so then we should just kill her. I kind of agree, but I want to talk to Iris about it first. Iris was fine with us killing Stevenson. All I, right, so we'll go have a talk. Yeah, it's, it's right. not out of the cards. So a few minutes later, um, after calling her, Iris arrives and has joined you in the office. So Iris, we we got to go to this party, but it's sort of a question we got to ask first. Mm-hmm. Martha has. Gone insane. She's drawing pictures of you. She's smearing her blood inside a thing. She thinks you're married to her. Hmm. She hasn't seen you in days and days and days, and it's had a real effect on her. Well, we have been feeding her your blood the whole time, so that also means she's very in love with you. So we can kind of kill her, again, ungenerous, but possible, or what if we let her go, like, live at your apartment? She seems very into you. So I don't think she'd run away. Well, uh, I mean, I don't trust that psychopath. Can I kind of see it for myself? Of course. Oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> come down the stairs. <laughs> go down the stairs. Everett and I, like, Everett, God, Ridley and I together, like, we, yeah, we both open we the simultaneously lid. simultaneously say, guess who? <laughs> and open the lid so you can see the crazy. Um, so you can see Mad Martha is, is like, kind of emaciated and, like, one of her arms is kind of torn up where Everett's been biting her every night. Um, and yeah, she's, she's scratched you into the, the roof and she goes, Oh, oh, this, this is, this is real awkward. I, I, I'm sorry, new Iris. I, I got to talk to my, my true love, old Iris. Not that you're old, ma'am. Did you get my poem? Yes. D- you're, you're just so good at poetry. I thought maybe you'd like it. What was your favorite part? <laughs> <laughs> my name. That's my favorite part, too. (laughs) Have you come for our honeymoon? We got to take new Iris with us. She's real attached to me now. I just slowly close the lid again. (laughs) And then as soon as you do, you just hear, Who was that harlot? Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You got to do something with this crazy woman. That's what we said. take care of it. I want to be clear when we're having these conversations, because I was fine with killing her without the chat. So are we killing her? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I vote no. She violated the masquerade. I mean, we ate a vampire. Nobody's perfect. (laughs) 
I, I, I won't be involved, but you guys can do whatever you want. I can take care of it. Okay, I'm going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iris, you sticking around or are you leaving? No, I'm going to leave. Um, all right, so uh, you crack the lid. Uh, we're going to say this, this all kind of happens in like, yeah. I assume this is like old yeller, kind of just like. Kind of, okay, yeah. Well, how, how do you imagine oh, this going down? Oh. Uh, it's, it, it is definitely like, we can't just keep doing this with her like in the box and stuff like that. And I'm starting to feel bad about feeding on her every night. But at the same time, this is, she's, she's in my food chain. She's, she is my prey. Um, and so I think because of my talk with Ellen about how this kind of thing is okay, as long as it doesn't get out of control and it's a tidy way to get rid of people that break the masquerade, um, I will do like a quick, almost like, <laughs> uh, um, like court, <laughs> like hold, hold court for it's, it's like 10 seconds of like, uh, mad Martha. You've been found guilty of breaking the masquerade. Hang on, I got a lawyer right here. Oh, is she? Do you have any final words? Yeah. Let's hear them. And she just turns turns to the, the, the carving, and she just kind of runs her hand down the side of the face, and she goes, I love you, Iris Dunn. And then she turns around, and she's like, go fuck yourself, you piece of... And then I assume you... And I eat her. Yeah. But I, I will also remember those words. Yeah. All right. So... Time to see what the old Diabolo is. <laughs> Howdy, I'm Everett Fry. I'm taking a little break from solving vampire crimes to talk to y'all about the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support these fine folks that bring you this show and other shows at a number of different levels. Well, hell, for just $1 a month, you get access to the patron-only Discord. Now, I don't know what a Discord is, but it's my understanding that it's a place where a bunch of the fans gather and hang out, and it's quite active. Hell, even some of the cast members show up on there, and they're quite active too. So if that uh, tickles your fancy into something you'd be interested in checking out, well, just head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. What the hell's a Patreon? Hello everyone, uh, this is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now. Well, not right now, but, you know. So, Tyler, you have the skilled Diabolorist, that's correct? Yes. Who, boy. Oh, man, I'm just eating so many more vampires in this game than I thought. <laughs> uh, okie dokie. Um, Diabolorist is not listed in the index. Oh, there it is. Uh, Tyler, um, what is the uh, sort of uh, mournful soundtrack to this? To the scene, or are you pumped? Is it like something really dope? Uh, it's not. It's not good, but it is. No, you know what? I think it's that. Like, I think it's like 
it's bad up to a point and then it's ecstasy right <laughs> and right, then right. there's shame afterwards um but also uh the coping mechanism is telling myself that it's like my duty as a representative of the camarilla all right it's, so it's evanescence my immortal <laughs> that's pretty good yeah. yeah uh all right so go ahead and roll uh a strength plus resolve, please. Resolve is two. Strength is two. Um, do these include hunger die, or are they eliminated? Uh, this because... doesn't. Inc- yep, it includes hunger die. It's okay. a standard standard rule. Okay. Two successes. No, three. Three. Excuse me. I did the same thing you yeah. did. I thought that was a, a one. See. All right. It's a seven. Um. So, um, damn, son. Okay. Uh, so you lose one point of humanity. Okay. Uh, and then I need you to roll humanity plus your blood potency. So if he's got eight points left, he'd roll eight die for rolling humanity. Yes. Do you have eight points of humanity left? That's bananas. Yeah. He, he was three, four, five, six, seven, eight points left. Yeah. Shit, all right. Yeah, he doesn't eat people, so he hasn't had to face any, like, human victim oh, problems. I guess so. We can probably skip this roll. I can't imagine you losing this. <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. He's rolled eight dice it's before. Yeah, sure, got all right. Well, it's humanity plus blood, my potency. Yeah. So I'm rolling 12 dice. Do it. Let's yeah. find out. Uh, I've just got hunger dice in front of me. Can I just include them in this? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, so four, eight, ten, one, twelve. Sorry, listeners. Two, four. Yeah. Let's see it, bro. Come on. Big, big dice. Big dice. Lose that humanity. Okay. Uh, Uh, There are no... I count like four successes or more. Four or more successes, Tom. All right. Five. Five. Um, Six successes. Uh, Seven successes. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Tyler, what is your blood potency right now? Eight successes. Um, My blood potency is four. Four. Uh, okay. Uh, you can bump that up to five. Uh, and lose another point of humanity, please. Okay. As you drain uh, the very essence of uh, Mad Martha, um, you commit the, the greatest of all vampiric sins and uh, absorb her some of her strength into yourself. Um as you do so, though, um, you can feel kind of, um, yeah, it becomes ecstasy right around the time my immortal hits like the big shrill moments. Um, <laughs> and uh, you, you you can kind of like, uh, it's that sort of classic blood vision they add to some games where like your, your vision's pulsing red. Um, and uh, I think Ridley, you can see his veins kind of go black. Um and uh, Iris, even though you're not in the room, you can just kind of feel uh, almost like an electricity in the air. Um, it's it's unpleasant. But uh, then suddenly it's it's like a light switch flicked off and it's done. And um, yeah, Mad Martha's body just sort of like falls to to kind of dust in the oh, okay. uh, in the box, uh, having been fully drained and consumed by you. Um, the uh, the last thing you see is her hand kind of turning to ash down along the side of the, the etching. Tom, this is an awkward question from Ryan's like player knowledge. 
What does Tyler look like now? Because when you go from 10 to 7 humanity, I think it affects your appearance as a vampire. Some black veins and some spookiness. Um, so yes, you're looking, uh, looking a little more, a little less like a little more monstrous. Hi, I'm a human walking around a little uh. more like boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Cause eventually it gets to the point where you have to rouse the blood to even appear human. I thought we were doing that already. No, no. Oh, okay. Cause remember we've talked to people at night and stuff and they've oh, been like, true. Hey, you're yeah. a vampire. Okay. That's true. <clears throat> all right. So, uh, Tyler, what humanity are you at now? Seven. Um, all right. So, um, most human beings have a humanity score of seven or so. So he's actually still pretty good. Nice. Um, you feel some connection to other beings, humans. Um, they're much the same as rules for other kindred. Rouse checked. You use blush of life. Uh, can't have sexual intercourse, which is a weird thing to make a bullet point about. Um, I yeah, think, but game. sometimes people have Kevins in their lives. And you yeah, never I get know you. What the choices I get you. Um, Can I, I we need a poo with them? You mean Kyle? <laughs> uh, if you rouse the blood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You'll find me somebody. There'll be a Kevin eventually. Ultimately, I Tyler, I think, weirdly, you had so much humanity coming into this that you are now kind of on par with, <laughs> I think, some of the other people at this table. Technically, I have more than him. I've got two stain, and I've lost one humanity, but I'm actually in the humanity nine. Cool. All right. What's well, the most stain in humanity? Um, stain you can uh, stain is like uh, taking superficial damage. It's a little easier to lose. Oh, so stain okay. can come from like a messy successy or something else. Okay. Uh, the thing is, since the act of consuming, fully consuming another vampire, is kind of such a sort of a blasphemy. Um, I just made it cost more. Okay, okay. I just I just don't see a stain meter on my sheet, but you uh, just put stain a line is putting a line. In it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good to know. Uh, having seen you like become more alabaster and like scary. Uh, Ridley's just like leaning against his coffin, kind of watching as you come up. And he's like, so sometimes it's just necessary to say these things. You know, that wasn't for you, right? Because you can drain the blood and you don't have to drink the soul. Drinking a soul is something that you just did to make yourself stronger. So keep an eye on it, you know, because mortality, morality, all those things start to go out the window. Do I feel stronger? Yep. Oh, cool. Blood potency is uh, sort of a... Oh, blood uh, potency. Yeah. Okay. Um, thanks, Ridley. I'll uh, remember that. Um, maybe we should watch out for each other. You know, uh, I did speak to your bear boys about the convenience store incident, and I know there is a, a witness out there somewhere. Oh, actually, there's two. <clears throat> two. Great. Don't worry, I, I gave them a card. They're going to get favors. It'll all work out. Yeah, that's... Why don't we work together to make sure that works out? I could certainly use your help uh, keeping this condition under my thumb. Yeah, well, make that work. We can handle that. Because you... Can you even drink people? I've never seen you do anything but this. It's just this for you, right? I am never going to drink the blood of a human. Well, let's not say never, but odds are good, no. Uh, however... We now don't have a vampire, so we're going to need to sort that out. Well, at the very least, you're probably going to be able to eat some bad people tonight at this party. Let's roll some dice, you know, if I can find out, won't we? Uh, Iris, upstairs, um, you've received some emails from Emily. Mm -hmm. Um, She's actually forwarded you uh, an email that you received um, a few years back when you met um, Seth originally. Um, and it, uh, to your surprise, has the LGS logo 
on it. And basically Emily's CC'd note is just like, hey, went back through the archive and I think he invited you to this a while ago. Um, and it's like Facebook events that you didn't respond to. There have been a few invites from Trevor by like Seth by way of Trevor um, inviting you actually to join the society saying, hey, you know, we, we know you're you're a luminary uh, and that you have a very open mind. And uh, we, we think uh, we could possibly share some experiences with you that you would find unforgettable and that could inspire you um, and perhaps uh, become your muse. If you're interested in learning more, please don't hesitate to reach out. And then there's like one polite follow-up to each one. Um, they've actually been sending them to you since you met him. Okay. Emily just hasn't been telling you about them because, look, why would she? Yeah. I just was never interested. Yeah. So suddenly Seth's message kind of makes a bit more sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Trevor's message for tonight, um, he explains it's the invitation is extended only to you. Um, it invites you to, uh, a mansion, um, sort of in the woods north of Montreal. Um, so it's, it's, uh, about a half day outside of town, um, which means it's going to be not a half day, but it's, it's a couple hours outside of town. So it's going to be a little, little dodgy to get there and back tonight. Okay. Um, that said, from the way it's described and from a quick Google map, uh, definitely looks like the grounds are very large. So if Everett and um, Ridley were to come with, you can either try and get them into the party or they can likely lurk. I'm probably going to put Emily on trying to get them into the party first. Okay. Uh, can you roll me a, <coughs> I guess, a charisma, uh, manipulation and persuasion? This will technically be Emily, but we're going to use your stats. And please do include your hunger die. Sorry, you said intimidation? <clears throat> uh, no, sorry. Manipulation and... Well, uh, I guess you could use charisma if you really want to. What do you think the... the Mani sorry, manipulation and... Uh, persuasion. I, I mean... Charisma would give me an extra dice. So okay. Well, what what do you? How do you think? What what kind of tactic are you using to get these two people into this party? Do you think? Because like Ridley's obviously a very specific sort of chap, um, and Everett's kind of a question mark. So what do you think the? And again, like yeah, it's probably manipulation. Kind of meta gaming as Emily, yeah. but yeah. Okay, great. Two successes. Okay. Um, Trevor says no, it's... Is it? No, just no, one. it's one. Yeah. Uh, so she gets a response back almost immediately that, no, this is a very, very exclusive event. Um, and unfortunately, uh, no additional guests are allowed. Okay. So it gets... Uh, you guys are sneaking in. All right. So what do the grounds look like? Do we need to get, like, ghillie suits or something sneaky? It's definitely, like, a... a basically, like, a, an estate in the woods. Nice. So I think then my plan would be we got to go shopping for Everett and I because we could do like full <laughs> tactical like camo gear where we get like the skin paint so we're not bright friggin white like vampires. Maybe call the Bouchards so that they know anything. Oh, yeah. We can use them. Get toques. Very, very <laughs> Montreal. Those are beanies for our American listeners. Toques and beanies. Uh, or chapeaus mm -hmm. for our... European French listeners. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the Bouchard brothers, luckily, um, uh, Guy happened to be like in town uh, on syrup related business. Um, and he's like, honestly, I thought you guys would never ask. Uh, so he just like rolls up with the truck, and in the back, he's just got 
just a bunch of like weird assorted stuff. And he's like, uh, you would not believe the kind of things tourists want to do when they come hang out at the sugar shack. They all think they're going to go hunting. Maybe they're going to see a bear, maybe see a moose. It's just syrup. They're very dumb. So we have lots of this shit. People just leave it there when they're done. So it's all like half used pots of like the paint and everything else, but it's enough to, to cover both of you if that's what you're looking to do. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I look like a bunk ass Wolverine. So, uh, having got your gear, um, uh, the Bouchard brothers have, uh, just sort of assorted like rifles and things as well. So if you want gear at this point, if, if you call, they just kind of show up with whatever stuff they think might be useful. That's awesome. You know, he's got like a full set of scrubs and he's like, are, are, are we doing the, the medic thing again? And he starts to take his pants off. No, no, no. No need to <laughs> weenie the poo it. <laughs> All right. No, but we've got something fun for you. Always so a piglet, never a poo. There's a corpse of a vampire in a basement that you can have. I don't know what you need it for, but we'd like it to go away. And you've got weird friends in the woods. It's uh, dust, mostly. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I've snorted worse. All right, so. Say no more. Get yourself please. a pan and have a rum. <laughs> Go, go have a run at it, you well, know. Uh, all right, great. Uh, just, uh, you know, take care of my truck, and uh, good luck, I guess. Also, you guys did real good with uh, with uh, the last mission. That, that, that all ended real well. We haven't heard anything from the Inquisitors. Sounds good. Oh, that's good. Uh, what? what happened to the vampire? <clears throat> he was asleep. I thought you took care of him. No, I, th- I thought you... Didn't you have him? He was in the basement. I went down for a Well, now you know, I'm concerned drink. as well. Uh, this no, no, is, no. The, the, the one that we you, got from Did the, you lose him? I don't know. What? We kept him at Mayday's. I, d- I don't have him. What do we do with the, the vampire? <laughs> Iris, what, what, we, what happened? Hmm? What happened with the, uh, the one we stole? You know, we murdered those people. We're really losing a lot in the audio medium here. Miles looks <laughs> guilty as fuck. <laughs> yeah, so like, what happened? Do you know? Alex Lalonde. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I kind of gave him back. What do you mean gave him back? He's not a fish. You gave him to the morgue? No. no. Wait, we're mm-hmm. fucked. You can't get back to the police. <laughs> no, um, someone came to visit me, um, his sire, and she was really pretty and, and asked if she could have him back because she's kind of attached, and I said yes. Well, well did you get us anything? You know, because we went through a lot. We had like we, we killed a bunch of people and risked a whole masquerade to get this person back. Well, um, I get an invitation to a party, and also she didn't kill Gerald. Who's Gerald? <laughs> yeah, who's Gerald? I don't know who that is. Mm-mm, the doorman. What? Oh, so you get to keep a pet and we get shit all. So what party are we all going to now? <laughs> I, I, mm, you remember it being called Elysium. That party. What? I thought there wasn't a prince in this town. I'm going to assume the Bouchard brother has left during this because this would be super awkward to have yeah. in front of him. <laughs> He's downstairs Apparently. snorting Martha. <laughs> Apparently there is now. And she said that the prince was very happy with how we handled everything. Oh, well, that just sounds like a load of shit. That's what you say to people when you don't want to pay them. You just say, great job, everyone thinks you're real cool, and then you steal the drugs, and they go to prison. I mean, what, like, what of you, What use was he? What you, what, here's we the deal. don't know. If he some... was in Torpor when we found him, didn't even get to question the guy. We could have woken him up. Maybe you gave him to a kidnapper. Now he's going to get eaten. I did what I thought was best. Okay, well, if someone shows up and they threaten to kill a friend of yours, don't give them what they want. Well, who are you you to tell me what to do? Who are you to do? We all fucking got the person together and you gave it away, so you got something. 
That's innately a betrayal of the, the whole coterie setup. Did they did they come to Mayday Malone's? No. Whoever they are? No. I, I, I Ubered him his body over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> Chunky, where the fuck are you? Uh, and I'm, just, I'm going back into Mayday Malone's hey. fucking talk. Did you give away the fucking vampire we brought here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, Iris called, said uh, she, oh, she needed us to okay, deliver Okay, no, we're putting a fucking rule on this. I did not approve that. You do not take orders from Iris. She'll trade your life to save a fucking doorman or something. So no, don't listen to her Listen, anymore. Uh, sir, you know, I, I appreciate you. Just I worked as a doorman for a long time. And I really appreciate that someone's keeping an eye out for us door people. Chunky, I really like you because I, you're I wink, alive. I wink at him. I really want to keep you alive and in charge of this gang, Chunky, because I really like you. But you know how this works. If there's a civilian that wants something from a criminal organization... Who's in charge? Oh, uh, it's you, sir. So if you give something away, you side with something that's not me, who are you acting like is in charge? Uh, your, your friend, who I assumed you viewed as an equal, was an equal partner in this? Chunky? I'm just behind, behind his back, just going... <laughs> thumbs up? Um, big thumbs up. You. And I turn around <laughs> and I say, you can get the fuck out. And you, if I find out you took instructions from either of these two... uh. Okay, Everett, you still get credit. No bad selfish choices. You, you get nothing. You take the orders from her again, then you're saying you're in charge. And you know what I did to Martha? Um, the one in the <clears> box <throat> after I broke her arms and we fed her shit for like a fucking month. Wait, you kept her alive? Well, I'm not t- today. <laughs> but for a chunk of it, I had to. So I don't want to put you in a box is what I'm saying. I like you a lot and I like the boys a lot. He's like, it's just because I couldn't get your box seats at the hockey game, isn't it? I tried, sir. Honestly, I'm fine with that. I'm just telling you, you can't do stuff for Iris. And then you push back. This was fucking simple when it started. Well, feelings got involved, sir. And friendships. But that's fine. I, I hear you. Right, I'll you, make sure you, it doesn't happen again. Perfect. You separate professional and, and personal. That's fine. You can like it. Just don't take orders. Yeah, right. Um, so TW asked us to get a bunch of vampire capes. Can I listen to him? Well, I mean, I relayed that, so that's reasonable. Again, TW and Everett, yes, until I say no. <laughs> Iris, no. What, what about that Emily lady she no, keeps talking about? No, no? not the All Emily right, lady. Right. No, no. TW, Everett, me. That's right. it. And I can overrule the other two and I can lose privileges. <laughs> All right. I understand, sir. Okay. And now, Iris, i got to be clear with you, because mm-hmm. you use your powers to like convince people to do shit. If you make him do something for you that I didn't tell him to do, I have to kill him. So if you fucking do it, make it worth it. I like him a lot. Giving away Alex was worth it. I'm going to miss you so much, Chunky. <laughs> I said to myself as I go out to the Uber. Uh, excellent. So um, with that, you all kind of lo- load up in the Uber that's going to drive you a few miles. With our fucking it. long guns yeah. and shit? <laughs> all right. Um, it's a cool I think Uber, in this case, it probably, Uber. Yeah, I think in this case, it probably makes more sense to take, we take a cab. <laughs> <laughs> I have a car. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, you pile into a vehicle. <laughs> okay, so we'll take his car. Great. So you pile into the car. Um, Iris, uh, what's your, your tactic for showing up this thing? What are you going to... Are you going to get, like, super fancy? Are you going, like, gala style? What's the... Yeah, 100%. Full right. nines. Hair, makeup, shoes I can't walk in. 
So this entire like dressing down, you were just doing your makeup in a mirror at T.W. Malone's as you were yelled at by Ridley. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I am taking you to this gala in like a burgundy beater of a car. Oh, no, I yeah, think, I'm not driving no, up with you. She's Ubering. We are going to drive to the no. woods to be okay. murder people. <laughs> just wanted to make sure that was clear. Okay, yeah, it's murder people in the woods, you know, classy lady at the party. <clears throat> all right, so you load in, and um, all of you, having dealt uh, once and for all with Mad Martha, um, hop in your various vehicles, and uh, together you set off into the night to go to a party! This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice and you can join our Patreon of Darkness, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.